0: Hi, everybody. This is Helena Hart. Welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Mike Goldstein again, my good friend and fellow coach. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for joining me.
1: Hey, Helena. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. We always have so much fun recording these episodes together and we thought we'd do something a little different today and we're recording this right around the new year and we were chatting right before we started recording and Mike was starting to tell me about some of his New Year's resolutions and I thought this would actually be an interesting topic for this episode. So let's dive in Mike. What do you have to say on this topic? I know a lot of people start making New Year's resolutions right around this time, but I think this should be helpful no matter when people are listening to this.
1: Yeah, Helena, I had like a pretty traumatic experience in 2013 for myself um, that I've actually never talked about on any of my platforms. But I like really, really hurt my back. Uh, so much so that I, I I literally couldn't move very well. Uh, when I was just laying down, I'd be at 8 out of 10 in pain. And then <clears throat> if I tried to get up, It was like a 15-minute process to get off the couch, and it was just awful, which thankfully I'm not in that place anymore, but I decided I needed to overhaul my physical being, and so it started even before New Year's, but I've decided that I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, and to quantify it, it's probably going to look like uh, about 40 pounds of weight loss. Um, And I'm not, it doesn't have to be 40 pounds, but I do need to be in the best shape of my life. And so every day I'm making an effort to accomplish that. And we'll see what that looks like. And we're going to be consistent. So first look is going to be February 1st. And we've been doing this for about three months. Uh, Next look will be at June 1st. And we'll just see where we're at.
0: Wow. As you know, I actually pulled a muscle in my back right around Thanksgiving and it was absolutely miserable for about a month or so. It hurt so badly to walk. And of course I was taking care of a newborn baby at the time when my husband was at work. It was just such a hard time. I can't even imagine having something like that be chronic. I just always feel for people who have chronic pain conditions. I've had knee problems in the past, had major surgeries on my leg. So I totally feel for anyone in that situation. So do you have a plan? I'm curious. I know you often come from this masculine energy place of structure, right? Which is very different from, you know, my perspective of feminine energy, but I think it's interesting to kind of hear the differences here. Do you have like a very specific plan in place to reach this goal of getting in the best shape of your life?
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I started super masculine and I had like one of those apps on my phone that would tell me the amount of calories of everything I ate. So I'm like, all right, I'll do the math and I'll make sure I'm at a calorie deficit. Like I I assume with my workout, I burn about 2,700 calories a day. If I eat about 2,200, I'll have a 500 deficit. Multiply that by seven. A pound is 3,500 calories and I'll lose a pound a week. And in my head, that all sounded great. But frankly, it got really monotonous and I hated tracking all these calories. And I did it for a number of months and I did lose some weight. But it just like didn't feel right. But the exercise was so worth it because I figured out about what things are calorie-wise, what I should be eating, what can get me to the right amount of calories. What can, you know, if I eat more protein, I I feel full. Anyway, I got a system. And so now I've been winging it for the last three months. And uh, I lost 15 pounds But I'm basically, you know, working out every single day, uh, a hard workout for like an hour or so, then either trying to go on a walk. And I'm not forcing it to be five miles, two miles, one mile, like whatever I have time for. And then because of the back pain, um, I've been seeing an athletic trainer as I have all these stretches to do. So now I take some time and do all the stretches And uh, I also have one of those watches that every hour tells me when I'm not moving, which frankly, I used to like lay around for hours. So now every hour I get up, I run in place, I maybe stretch a little bit. But yeah.
0: I would love to do something similar, maybe on a smaller level. I mean, for those of you who know, I had a baby about three months ago. And so, you know, I'd love to get back to feeling like I did pre pregnancy. And it's super frustrating when I start to try to work out and then I, I pulled a muscle in my back or something and then finally recovered from that, tried to work out again two days ago. I went for about 15 minutes on the elliptical, my back started hurting. So I decided to take it easy. Uh, The next day, try it again, I could only go 10 or 11 minutes. And whereas before I was going an hour plus on there, I was walking Mm. for an hour, you know, I was doing all kinds of things and starting to feel so good until right about Thanksgiving when I got injured. So uh, starting slow can be really, really frustrating when I'm like, ready to go. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Another thing to maybe touch on is Have you heard that statistic that most people by January 31st or February 1st, I forgot what the exact date was. Most people have abandoned their new year's resolutions. Have you heard that?
1: Oh yeah. Um, And I mean, probably for the last 37 years of my life, that was true. I think this is the only, this is the first time I feel confident that I can get this job done. And just to be clear, since I was 16 or so, Uh, My nickname in high school, at least freshman year, was Fat Mike. So I've been made fun of for my weight, you know, at a very young age. And I've never felt fully like, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, never felt fully satisfied with where my body is. And I've always tried to make an effort to look the way I wanted to. But I never had the discipline and I never had the mindset. Hmm. So I think... Now, I have a different mindset that's really powerful that I think I can get the job done.
0: I can relate a lot to that. You know, I always say, like, oh, I'd love to get back to, you know, my pre pregnancy Mm -hmm. self or body the way I was feeling. But I mean, who are we kidding? I had body image issues even then, as you know, right? And so, Mm -hmm. what I would really like this year is to just feel good in my body, to feel healthy, to be pain free, to look in the mirror and not want to pick apart everything and just feel great about myself. So I know that's kind of like a different take, but (laughs) it's kind of more of a feminine energy. I just want to feel good in my body. That's what I would Mm. love for this year and beyond. And I haven't quite figured out exactly how I'm going to go about that, but that's something I've been thinking of. So what do you think is different this time with your mindset that's going to help you stick to this even after the end of the month or probably even after the end of the year?
1: I mean, I've always kind of had this like short-term outlook and I'd get discouraged. So maybe I'd eat well for a week. Maybe I'd eat well for two weeks, maybe even three weeks and work out in that time period. But now I'm thinking at a much macro, at a much larger level, like, all right, we started sometime in November. Let's stay consistent till February 1st and see what happened. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. after we get to February 1st, let's stay consistent till June 1st and then see where we're at. So, not you know the seesaw of emotions of looking at the scale every week, which I am you know clocking it every week, and it was scary there for four weeks, I actually had the same weight number for four weeks, and then all of a sudden, on um, this Monday, I was five pounds less after four weeks of nothing. Wow, and so what that told me is like this was my test. Am I gonna give up, and I'm not, and also like. Those four weeks, there was stuff happening. I was getting in the gym. I was hustling. I was working out. There, there was growth. And, you know, the masculine side of me that's very numbers oriented was getting pissed. But then if I went to my feminine side, I was like, no, every day you're doing the right thing. It's going to happen. Like, let it go. You feel good. You're feeling better every single day. This feels great. Just keep going.
0: I feel like this is kind of a coaching session for me <laughs> so interesting I didn't think it was gonna be like that but I can really relate to that feeling stagnant I think I told you when you were over at our house on Christmas actually that I gained 40 pounds during my pregnancy which mm-hmm. is pretty normal I think somewhere around that range I mean every, every body is different but you know my doctor said you gaining the right amount of weight perfectly and of course you want to do that because you want the baby to be gaining weight and everything that's gonna support that and then at my two-week appointment after having my son, I had lost 21 pounds. So that was obviously, you know, the weight of the baby and the placenta and the extra fluid and everything like that. And I go, Oh, wow, I've already lost more than half of what I gained. This is great. You know, and then of course, Mm -hmm. obviously reading online and talking to friends and family members who've had children, they say that you lose a lot right away. And then it, starts to slow down, then you might lose maybe half a pound a week, if that and it really slows down. But I was thinking, wow, this is great. I'm on a roll, I was starting to feel like I was getting back to myself. And then of course, what happened was it just totally stagnated. And I did, and then I got injured. And I wasn't able to even walk really, which is something I was doing every day once I got the okay from the doctor. And I just felt like, oh my gosh, I'm just like stuck at this weight now. I'm never going to get back to feeling like my old self again. And it was super frustrating and it's still kind of at that place where it's super frustrating. So how did you get through that point in time where you felt like nothing was happening and you wanted something to happen?
1: You know, I just kept on the process that I developed. Like I knew at least I felt growth in, in the fitness side of things. Like I knew my lungs were getting stronger. I knew my, my muscles were getting stronger. So I'm like, all right. And I knew this was the best I've ever eaten in my entire life. I'm like, something is bound to happen. And I've committed to re to look at this at February 1st. So we're not at February 1st. So I'm just going to keep going. And You know, results, you know, yes, we use them as metrics to measure things, but it's not about results. It's about this journey I've committed to, and I'm proving to myself as a man, can I work as hard as I think I can every single day on this? Can I say I didn't leave anything on the table? I didn't half-ass it. I gave it my full throttle. This is what I'm capable of. So on February 1st, when I look at myself, did I say, hey, I did the best I could. And that's all I really wanted to commit myself to is I'm going to do the best I can. And when I want to go eat something wrong, you know, occasionally, yeah, that, that's okay. But most of the time when I decide and I've got options, can I go eat something healthy? I'm going to say, yeah, because I'm trying to be able to run around with my nephew. I'm trying to be in good shape. I want to play soccer. I want to be able to help more people. I want to have a better attitude when I'm coaching people and be happier and have more energy and just be in a good mood and give positive advice and start also conflicting the pain. If I don't do this, I'm going to be tired. If I don't do this, I'm going to be back on the couch in an eight out of 10 pain. If I don't do this, if I want to run around with uh, Helena's little kid in five years and <laughs> teach soccer, soccer, like, am I going to be able to move? And what about, you know, if I ever become a grandparent, I want to be able to run around with those children. What kind of life do I want? And so there's going to be ups and downs. Some days are going to suck. Some days I'm not going to want to work out. But some days I got to force myself. And that's, you know, what sometimes being a man is about. It's dealing with the adversity. It's it's manning up. It's getting the job done. And then so on February 1st, I can look in the mirror and say, Mike, I'm proud of you. You did everything you could because historically you didn't do everything you could. You, you copped out, you laid on the couch, you did this, but no, this time you put in the work and now we'll, we'll hop on that scale and see if anything happened. And frankly, if nothing happens, then I'll tweak it. Then we'll relook at it for June 1st. Maybe I, I need more help. Maybe I need to go see a different nutritionist. Maybe I, I need some outside help, but like There's more I can do. I'm not giving up.
0: I really love that approach. It reminds me a lot of some of the clients we've worked with together, to be honest. You know, people who have been at this for a long time, or even after they start working with us, we get everything up and running for them. We get their profile exactly where it needs to be. I help them with their energy and mindset. And then it's just about basically showing up every day and continuing to meet people and getting themselves in front of men. It is a numbers game in a lot of ways because 99.9% of people that you meet are not going to be your Mr. Right. I'm just seeing so many parallels with (laughs) finding the right person, right? So if you get discouraged when you're on date 8 9 10 15 whatever it takes and the right person hasn't shown up yet it can be easy to fall into discouragement or this isn't working there must be something else i need to do that's when it's helpful if you're working with a coach or a friend or somebody who knows what you're going through or dealing with to say you're doing everything right you just need to keep going and i promise you you're going to get what you want. You just have to keep showing up for yourself. So I'm seeing a lot of similarities to the coaching world and actually what we do. Have you found that as well, Mike?
1: Oh, it's all, it's all related. If like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we've all been there where you went on two bad dates and then all of a sudden you shut down your online dating accounts and you're like, oh, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. But when you have an ironclad mindset or you're in a place where you're finally ready to to accomplish your goals, you're unshakable. Then it's like, oh, two bad dates, doesn't matter. Let's go on the third one.
0: It's so true. Yeah. I had, I'm thinking of a client that I had, I think about 10 years ago. She was one of my very first clients, and she met her husband on a dating site called Coffee Meets Bagel. I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't even know if it's around yeah, anymore. Of yeah. yeah <laughs> she's on the East Coast. And I remember her saying she's in her early 40s, had never been married before, had never even really come close to getting married. And we worked together for a while, and she met her husband ultimately on that site. And I think he was the 21st first date that she. Ever been on. So I remember her saying if I had given up at date 18, 19, or 20. I never would have met him, you know? And she wouldn't be in this amazing marriage. They're still married, still together. It's it's great, you know? And so I always tell that story to people who feel like giving up. It can be so discouraging when you're showing up for yourself and you're just not seeing those results yet. Something else that came to mind when you were talking, Mike, I don't know if this really applies (laughs) to the dating world or not, actually probably does. You know, my husband Tom gets asked for fitness advice everywhere he goes, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He is pretty fit. (laughs)
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, he's in amazing shape and he actually doesn't really enjoy giving fitness advice, but he'll be in the parking lot at the grocery store and the other day a guy <laughs> was like hey what kind of things do you eat you know <laughs> people just want to know what he does and it, it's funny he's not I mean yes he's in amazing shape he's got the six-pack and the muscles and everything but he's not obsessed with it really I mean he just kind of quietly works out three times a week he eats dessert every day <laughs> he kind of really has has a system down that's worked for him but something he does say that's really helped is the law of averages. And that is basically, I hope I don't butcher this. Maybe you can ask him (laughs) if you see us this weekend, Mike, but it's basically what you do every day over Mm -hmm. a long period of time is more important than what you do short term. That's why people Mm. who say things like I want to lose 10 pounds in two weeks before this event, you know, typically don't keep it off if they're even able to reach it in the first place. So you know, he's worked out three times a week. And he's kind of figured this system out for himself. And he's done that for about 25 years. (laughs) It's just people know what what it takes, but they often don't want to do it. That's when they're looking for this quick fix or the right supplement or some kind of gimmick that's going to help them get there. But what do you think about this law of averages idea? I think this could probably Apply
1: to most areas of life. Yeah, right? I mean, it's it's so spot on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it showed up for me in both my dating life and in my weight loss journey since I was fourteen. The moment my emotions got the best of me, I'd run for a pizza
0: mm-hmm.
1: or I'd run for something unhealthy, and I would just in that micro event that didn't go right for me, I would then choose something poorly. But if I can do that less. And if I only, you know, if I was choosing pizza or something like, let's call it five times a week, and instead, you know, chose something unhealthy once every two weeks, and the rest of it was healthy, then I could start losing some weight. And the same thing happened in my love life, Helena, as you got to witness. Uh, <laughs> um, like the moment something goes wrong, it's like, all right, well, you know, this woman's not right, but she'll give me the, you know, attention. Let me go get this attention that I'm seeking, whether it be text, phone call, going on a date, but this is not going to be my life partner. So it's feeding the present. It's like we go into child mode. Like, what's a a three year old want? They want to have fun in this moment, but they don't think of the future ever. As an adult, we've got to make decisions right now for our future. And the future is like, well, I want to lose weight. All right, no pizza right now. Hey, I want to get a wife. Well, then you shouldn't spend time with this woman that's definitely not right for you or mm-hmm. not available or whatever the the cause is. You know, we got to think about the future. It's so true.
0: Yeah, I love this idea. What you do every day is much more important than what you do once in a while, right? So... You can eat a piece of pizza every once in a while It's not going to completely sabotage your fitness goals or weight loss efforts because that's not what you do every day, right? (laughs) What you do every day on average is what's going to matter the most same with dating i think too so if you've been showing up for yourself for a while you know taking a month or two off is not going to completely sabotage your efforts if you fully know and trust that the right person for you is out there and things are always working out for you things are going to show up for you in the perfect order and timing and scheme of your life this is like my feminine energy approach to things which is different than setting up the structure for yourself but i think both perspectives can be really helpful i mean we all have both masculine and feminine energy inside of us. And sometimes setting up that structure can be helpful. And then that's what allows your feminine energy to just show up for yourself. So I'm really loving this differing approach here, the masculine and the feminine side. What do you think the about that? Thing,
1: yeah. I mean, the other thing I I learned this year, or or at least I'm implementing this year is once again, it's, it's uh, control of my brain. And You know, just like eating the pizza, when I was in super, you know, getting shape mode, I'd go to the gym and I would murder myself sometimes for like two and a half hours and, you know, be hobbling out of the gym because I just like killed it in there. And then the next two, three days, I'm sore and maybe I can't work out. And so what I've learned is the key, and this is the same for dating, is do something today. So that you're also going to be able to do something tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Never do too much where you can't show up the next day to work out because you're going to burn more calories and you're going to feel better if you can work out every day. So you have to kind of contain yourself and not be like, I'm going to get everything done today. No, we're going to get everything done by February and June. So every day, just get a workout in that allows you to show up for the next day as well.
0: Oh, that is great. I needed that advice a few months ago when I got the okay from the doctor, like, okay, you could go ahead and start doing some light workouts. I really was trying to stay within those parameters. But of course, I must have pushed myself just a little too hard got injured and then could barely walk for like a month. I mean, you saw me, I was pretty miserable, right? And mm-hmm. so now I'm like starting over and it's really frustrating. I mean, most people know by now I am super impatient, right? Like one of the most <laughs> impatient people on the planet. I want something. It's not happening. I get frustrated. I get impatient. That's why I talk so much about, about that. I write a lot about that because something that I still deal with sometimes. So for someone in my position, when it comes to working out or I mean, really in any position where There's this gap from where you are and where you want to be. I think that's really helpful. Like what small step can you take today and don't try to accomplish the whole thing in 24 hours because you're going to burn yourself out, right? If you try to meet a hundred guys in a month, and like I said, most of those guys are not going to be your Mr. Right. You might actually burn yourself out. I know you probably have a lot of thoughts on that when it comes to dating, right, Mike?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, one of my friends was was so kind. And the other day I uh, was going through my phone and found some pictures that he liked of me and actually overhauled some of one of my online dating uh, profiles. I think it was on Hinge. And so he overhauled my Hinge with some new pictures. And I haven't told you this, but I've been like inundated with women interested because of these new pictures. Oh, wow. I, I look way better. Uh, I got the beard. I don't know, apparently women like it. Anyway, <laughs> I've been getting a ton of messages from women interested in going on dates. And I got very overwhelmed. I'm like there's just too many options and like I, I like I have no idea if any of these women are right. like I don't know. but it, then I came back to the the mindset I need to be just like the gym. I need to be able to do this tomorrow the next day. And I tell clients all the time, you get one date a week. So I'm like, all right, they're messaging me a lot, but that doesn't mean I need to respond right now. Let me chunk this. Let me look at it you know, in a number of hours or tomorrow. I'll respond to all of them. But let's not do it as they're coming in. That'll drive me nuts because that's a lot of things happening. And let's make it manageable so that I can do this And not get burnt out and let's not you know i could have went on you know two three four dates this week that would have made me miserable because probably two three four might be the wrong person and then you know that brings your emotional state down but if you just go on one date a week and then you know on saturday i hang out with elena and her sister and we have a great time then that kind of rebuilds my oxytocin levels rebuilds my happiness level so then i can show up next week go on a date whether it be good or bad and then keep going for as long as it, I need to do this until I find someone I care about.
0: It's so true. I'm so looking forward to this weekend, by the way, (laughs) it's going to be so much fun. I've been stuck at home for a long time, especially with the weather this week. So totally looking forward to that. Uh, I love what you said. And I know with your system, Mike, by the way, for those of you who don't know, has the highest success rate in the entire country with his easy dating coach system for getting his clients into relationships. And we now work together coaching women, which is just so much fun. We can talk about that in a little bit, but something you recommend is only online dating for 90 minutes a week, which is very different from what other people recommend. Is there anything you want to say on that? Because I think that's really refreshing for people who don't want to spend all their time on the app, swiping and responding to messages, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this a long freaking time and the reason our success rate is so high is, is women can do this consistently so if it does take, you know, we usually, when we're, when they're working with us, we average finding them a partner in three to four months, but even a person who's doing our system wrong, but has at least the metrics of how long we want them to do it. Let's say it takes them nine months or, or uh, 1.3 years. Maybe they can keep this up for that long. Or if they do take a break, they can come back to this and it becomes manageable. Versus a lot of people, and I I hear this all the time they hop on these, you know, the dating apps, they get bombarded, and then they're off in two weeks or a month because they try to like go on a million dates and they all stink. It's not the right process. Hour and a half a week of online dating, one date per week, occasionally two, and you're going to be able to sustain this and still have a life and be happy and you'll get the job done.
0: So great. Again, I think that's really refreshing for people who don't want to spend all their time online dating. I mean, we know online dating is not the most motivating thing in the world, right? (laughs) But it doesn't have to be forever. If you just do it for this short period of time in your life, you're going to be so happy when you meet that right person for you. And I know we're over on the 30 minutes we had allotted for this episode, Mike, but this is just so much fun for everyone listening. What do you think about just these casual talks? We did zero preparation for this. I literally just hit the record button and we started talking. So get in touch with me, send me an email if you're listening to this or leave a comment on my YouTube channel or uh, Instagram or Facebook. I'll see it and let me know. Do you like just these casual conversations or do you prefer more structured content for these podcast episodes. I'm really enjoying this conversation, Mike. I actually learned a few things about mindset and using both your masculine and your feminine to achieve goals and feel really good while you do it. It's kind of like the masculine side of setting up structure and achieving and the feminine side of being able to sustain it because you don't get burned out and you're coming from a place where you're just following your intuition and what feels best. So I think that's great. I know we started talking about your easy dating coach system a little bit. Is there anything else you want to say on that? I know we have a couple spots opening up for new clients for this year, which we don't do very often, but I'd love to hear everything you have to say on that, Mike.
1: If you are looking for your partner, if you started 2023 and was like, this is my year, treat yourself to a more efficient process, treat yourself to some teammates that are going to have your back and have been doing this for over a decade that really know what the heck they're doing. You know, I've been on the Today show to present my my system, you know, over 10 years ago. This is the most efficient system, period, to getting a partner. So stop wasting your time trying to do it yourself where it's not fun. This is your year. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, so true. Something I say all the time is if it doesn't feel good on your way to it, it's not going to feel good when you get there. So if the thought of online dating or dating in general makes you want to just never leave your house again, if the thought of it feels so daunting and you don't feel like getting back out there, you're probably going to be working against yourself. So that's when having a support system can be really helpful, whether you end up working with a coach or just have a couple friends who are going through something similar. It's really important to have fun with it, right? And mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to work with us, if you're interested in working with us, we do have a couple of spots opening. Like I said, Mike, what's the process for that? I'm going to include a link where people can set up a free strategy session with you. That'll be the first link in the show notes or episode details.
1: Yeah, so once you click Helena's link, it's gonna take you to uh, my calendar. You're gonna click a time. Um, it'll just be a fifteen-minute phone call with me, and we're gonna talk about you know what you're looking for and if we feel like we can accomplish it together. We're gonna move to the next step, which is an hour and a half Zoom where we'll be uh, you know video talking and get more information. And then at the end of the hour and a half, if we think we're going to be wildly successful at getting you into a partnership, then we're going to pick a program. We have a ton of options. We'll set up your schedule. We'll handle a lot of logistical stuff. If you're working with both Helena and I, you'll get introduced to Helena so you can set up your meetings. And then we will be done for the day.
0: Great. And I say this all the time, but I want to reiterate it here. This is the only way to work with me personally. So even if you're just interested in working with me specifically, let Mike know during your call and we'll find a system for you. I know there's other coaches as well on the team, right? So if people don't really know what they want or they're not sure, they should set up a call with you too, right?
1: Absolutely. And just so you know, the, um, the nutritionist and fitness guy that I partnered with is one of the coaches as well. So if you're like, I don't need love, but I need nutrition and fitness, we can set you up with him. Um, and we have uh, Kimmy Seltzer on the fashion and flirting side. Um, but the two major coaches obviously are Helena and I that will do the bulk of the heavy lifting. Um, but yeah, if you want me, you want her, you want Kimmy, you want um, Jameson, the fitness guy, and nutritionist, we're happy to send you in any direction. And also, if we talk and none of us make sense, I'll tell you that too. All Helena and I care about is, is what is best for you, our potential client, uh, serving you as best we can. So we'll try to do the best we can with that
0: love it. Okay. So that'll be the first link in the episode details. Like I mentioned, go ahead and click that link. I know your schedule was probably going to fill up quickly <laughs> as soon as I publish this episode. So make sure to book your call today if you're interested. And this was so much fun, Mike. I had a blast just doing a super casual conversation. I hope everyone enjoyed this and you got a lot out of it. I know I definitely learned a few things myself. So thank you so much for coming on. This was great.
1: Thank you for having me. That was fun. Absolutely.
0: Happy New Year to everyone listening. Thank you so much. Make sure you're following my podcast. I have new episodes coming out every week. So you don't want to miss any of those new episodes. Just click the follow button on my podcast homepage, no matter where you're listening to this. And I will see you next time.